It's Thursday, the 8th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the local share market hit a 13-month high yesterday, erasing almost all the losses from the COVID-19 downturn. Plus, the number of billionaires around the globe surges despite the 2020 economic recession. Aussie exporters recover from the bans and tariffs imposed by China and new car sales spike, but electric vehicles remain a very small part of the market. Our lead story today, the Australian share market closed at a 13-month high yesterday and has almost erased all the COVID-19 inflicted losses. The S&P ASX 200 finished at 6,928 points and is now less than 3% below its all-time peak back in February last year. Driving the market is confidence about the economic recovery, both locally and internationally. The International Monetary Fund upped its forecast for global growth on Tuesday night, while the Reserve Bank of Australia board said the local recovery was stronger than expected. Just as importantly for investors, alternate places to park their money aren't particularly attractive. Ultra-low interest rates will remain for the next couple of years, making bank deposits unattractive, and the low rates are keeping a lid on bond yields. At the same time, dividend yields, which tumbled as companies cut payouts during the COVID-19 crisis, are rising again. So, an investor can get a grossed-up dividend yield of more than 5% on a share versus a bond yield of less than 1%. And finally, the weight of money shifting into super funds, which will increase if the government goes ahead increasing the superannuation guarantee from July 1, will continue to support the market. There's momentum in the share market, and that's a very precious commodity in the investment world. In overseas news, Wall Street was flat overnight with comments by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen weighing on markets. Ms Yellen has outlined a proposed new tax code that would lift the corporate tax rate to 28% from 21% and change the way US companies pay taxes on foreign profits. The changes will bring about $2 trillion in corporate profits back into the tax net over the next decade. UK authorities have recommended the AstraZeneca jab not be given to people under the age of 30 after blood clotting incidents in a number of younger recipients. And the number of billionaires jumped by 30% last year amid the coronavirus with the Forbes annual rankings released yesterday. It said 2,755 billionaires were on the list and the vast majority were richer than before the virus. Number one was Amazon's Jeff Bezos, worth around $177 billion US dollars, followed by Elon Musk from Tesla, with $151 billion US dollars. Number three was Bernard Arnault, who runs luxury brands empire LVMH, then came Bill Gates from Microsoft, and at number five was Mark Zuckerberg, the boss of Facebook. Only 11% were women. <laughs> That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Retailers are winning the battle for lower rents, securing 5 to 10% reductions for short-term lease renewals. Rent reductions are even greater in Sydney and Melbourne CBDs, where foot traffic has tumbled, according to the Financial Review. New South Wales will set up a mass COVID-19 vaccination hub in Western Sydney, even though it's not clear that it will get access to enough jabs. The fight between the states and the federal government over the vaccine rollout continued yesterday, with Prime Minister Scott Morrison saying he'd asked European Union officials and AstraZeneca to proceed with the shipment of 3.8 million contracted doses caught up in export controls. Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt said Australia was on track to pass 1 million injections today. 
Live exports of Australian sheep were resumed to Saudi Arabia after a decade-long pause over animal welfare concerns. Saudi Arabia recently became Australia's biggest barley market following the imposition of huge tariffs by China. It comes as a Lowy Institute report shows that although $20 billion a year was cut from Australian exports to China, barley, coal, copper, cotton, sugar and timber producers have partially or completely offset the reductions by finding new buyers elsewhere. According to the Australian newspaper, the report says only wine traders have struggled to make up the shortfall. New car sales jumped 22% in March compared to a year earlier. There were more than 100,000 vehicles sold, and the result would have been even higher but for supply problems as a result of a global shortage in semiconductor chips. For all the noise about electric vehicles, there are only 411 sold during the month, up from 248 a year earlier. They comprise less than 1% of all sales. The top-selling brand during March was Toyota, with 21% of the market. The Hilux Ute was a top-selling model. And design platform group Canva has successfully raised $71 million and in doing so put a value on the group of almost $20 billion Aussie dollars. Canva has 55 million active users and 3 million paying customers. Two of its three co-founders are now worth close to $4 billion each, according to the Financial Review, with the third valued at $2 billion. It puts the three of them among the richest Australians. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.